Stage one of the reopening plan well underway. Patio service now again allowed in restaurants, of course, with still some restrictions. Uh, summer weather should also mean more people out in the walkable areas of the city. A favorite is clearly Old Strathcona, walking along the strip, checking out shops, grabbing a bite. Uh, we've talked about downtown many times on this program. Let's talk White Avenue and Old Strathcona with Sherry Klassen, who's executive director of the Old Strathcona Business Association. Good morning. How are you today? Good morning. I'm great. That's good. Uh, you're surviving the heat, getting through it. I'm just happy to see sunshine and patios <laughs> open. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and you know what? That, that's been a big boost for, for any of the restaurants that are able to do uh, a patio, because obviously not all of all of them can. But uh, with the, the various businesses uh, in Old Strathcona, along White Avenue, it's, it's a little bit of optimism finally. Yes, I think it's a uh, cautious optimism, yeah. um, but I was chatting with lots of folks on Tuesday when things were reopening, and uh, there was definitely lots of smiles. I asked them how their patrons were feeling. The patrons are really excited to be back, um, just to get outside, to have some semblance of of being able to to, to be in somewhat of a normal environment. And uh, yeah, they're feeling cautiously optimistic. And I say cautiously optimistic because, uh, you know, we've been through this open and close, you know, three, four times now. And I think they're just really hoping with, with second doses of vaccine now on the horizon that this time it'll really stick. Yeah, here's hoping. Uh, you know, there's such a variety of businesses in Old Strathcona. Is, is there one answer to a very general question of how are they doing, especially coming off this for <laughs> almost year and a half? Yeah, you know, and you're right about it, having one answer with so many diverse types of businesses. Uh, I think that it's probably fair to say uh, how they're doing is uh, after the last restrictions, they were very, very frustrated um, and just feeling pretty exhausted and, uh, you know, kind of at the end of their rope. Um, some are hanging on by a thread and certainly some industries are hit harder than others. And those are the ones that have the, you know, more thin profit margins like restaurants and hospitality that uh, they're really, they really were just, you know, wanting to reopen as long as it was safe to do so. So again, I think, I think when anytime there's an opportunity to reopen, especially with vaccines on the horizon, it's different this year. They're feeling more hopeful, yeah. I think. Uh, the nature of, of the area, too, is, is, is the bars and restaurants tend to, to bring people down, but you do wander through and you go through the different shops and all that kind of thing. So, uh, you know, getting into a summer season, getting some activity in those again, that benefits the, the overall uh, business community. Absolutely. We actually just did a survey uh, with over 800 Edmontonians and asked them, you know, what is what is the thing that brings you down to Old Strathcona and White Avenue? And that's exactly what we heard. You know, people will come from 15, 20 kilometers away. They'll drive, they'll park and they'll spend the whole day. They want to just wander around, uh, enjoy discovering things because when you walk around uh, and you maybe haven't been to the district for a while, you'll discover some new places, you'll discover some little, you know, maybe little hidden pockets of an, an ice cream shop down a little alleyway or something like that. So that's exactly what we want to provide. And to know that Edmontonians told us that's exactly what they want, um, we're going to ensure that, that that's something that they have. Uh, there are some, some loose restrictions or at least more flexible rules uh, surrounding new patios and expanding patios and that kind of thing because that's that's so much of, of, of what some of these businesses can, can even do. Uh, so how are those working? Is the city doing enough? Are you guys happy with that? 
Yeah, you know, I think the the city's changes to the patio rules last year um, with, as they call them, relaxed patio permits, really they just made the process easier. It wasn't that there wasn't any, you know, rules in place and they allowed them to extend over the entire sidewalk. And so again, this year we're doing an expanded sidewalk uh, program as well, which is actually being installed as we speak uh, yesterday, today and tomorrow. Um, it's a little bit different this year, but they've they've worked with us to allow to use, uh, you know, an additional parking lane on the road. Uh, we're putting some water barriers down to, to ensure that there's safety from, from traffic. Uh, and we'll put in some interesting seating different than, than we had last year to really just make that extra space to, to support the expanded patios, but also to to support physical distancing. We know our sidewalks get very busy. Uh, we saw crowding, which is something we were very, very concerned about last year. And we know that that folks are still nervous about that and fair point. So we are providing extra space for them so they feel more comfortable. And we've expanded it to both the north and the south side of Lloyd Avenue between 103rd and 105th streets this year. So we're hoping with that coming into this this weekend that people will feel a little safer and have a little more space and of course there are still some rules and restrictions in place how how have things been going as far as enforcement of those rules are, are there been any issues that you have heard you know i haven't heard of, of any issues uh, for any of our businesses i mean we've we've just reopened so i, I think it's probably tough to say sure. um it might take a couple weeks but for the most part, I know certainly even when I've just been talking to EPS, who does their own check-ins, uh, even the last time around, they said, you know, the majority of our businesses are, are compliant. Um, I think, you know, patrons are doing their best so that uh, they can they can support the businesses and, and follow the rules. There's always going to be, a, I think, you know, a handful of, of folks who, who maybe um, don't follow them. But we've been told by the authorities that the majority of our businesses are, are following the rules and adhering to them, which is really good yeah. to hear. Uh, just before I let you go, I want to circle back to something you mentioned. You said that there are a few businesses that are probably hanging on by a thread, as, as is the case, uh, you know, throughout Alberta, throughout Canada there would be ones that have uh, faced problems uh, do you have an, an idea as to the survivability of businesses whether there's some percentages I mean it, it's a prime location so so rents can be quite you know onerous uh, sometimes too it's, it's not cheap sometimes to, to operate a business in, in a very popular area so uh, what can you tell me about survivability and people being able to get through this you know, we don't have any hard data on it, but in terms of what we're doing as the business association, um, we got a, a grant from the city of Edmonton, their economic recovery grant to support our business recruitment and retention strategy, which we already have in place. Uh, so we're hearing from, you know, it's allowing us to do some market research to understand the desirability of our area and, and what that has told us. It is our area is very desirable. And leasing agents are telling us, you know, we're the fastest submarket to, to rebound uh, in the city after COVID. Well, during COVID, and um, we're seeing lots of new businesses open. I just talked to one on Friday who's expanding from Calgary. So I think we're feeling very hopeful because we are such a strong destination district, and uh, we're starting to hear that there, there are going to be potentially some, some summer events this year. Uh, if that all lines up, and like I said, you know, there's, there's second doses, um, we're feeling very hopeful and we'll be working very closely with property owners and developers to attract businesses 
and us continues to support the businesses that are there with a, with a strong retention plan as well. Yeah, reality can be harsh, but if you don't have some optimism moving forward, why bother? I suppose, Absolutely. Right? And we've got to be proactive and have a strategy in place, which we do, um, which I think will be really helpful for us to get out of this a little stronger. Sherry Claussen, uh, thank you so much for your time this morning. It's been good talking to you and, and, and sharing a little bit of that optimism, that hope as we, uh, we head in through this summer. Sure, thanks. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.